Welcome to Ditch the Binge, the podcast where I help you stop binge eating and build a banging body image without having to obsessively track all your meals, be haunted by the scale, or waste another year of your life being controlled by how you look. If you are finally ready to end the war with food and body and grab life by the balls, you are in the right place. Hello, my friends. This call with Katie. Katie was a client of mine in group coaching, which is a new, a new thing for me. And she actually started with more of the mindset confidence coaching and then moved into the food coaching, which is a little backwards, but I wasn't really sure what I was offering at the time. And so she just kind of went with the wind and Katie is a ray of sunshine and she has a similar sense of humor as me. She's always, um, laughing at the same stuff that I am on Instagram, which I find very validating. Uh, and so I appreciate that. And so Katie, hello. Hello. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So we are still in the last month. We have four weeks left of our second of the food group, but I want to, Talk to people about your real experience uh, going through this work, doing this work, kind of some behind the scenes of of what it was really like, some of the ups and downs and thoughts and fears and wins and all of that. Um, So just kind of give me a little bit of a snapshot about where you were, you know, in your relationship with food, body, yourself, like a year ago-ish? Like, what was that like for you? Um, Yeah, so, I mean, last year, like, COVID aside was super stressful because we were moving out of state. And so that's when, like, the emotional eating, like, really, like, became, like, noticeable to me. Like, I guess I've always been an emotional eater my whole life. But Mm. last year was, like, super stressful for me. And Can you tell me, can you tell us a little bit about that? Like, what, 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 what was different about it before? Um, I'm not really, I'm not really sure. I think it was just so intense last Mm. year that I, uh, was just, I was more aware of it and I'm not sure what made me more aware of it, but I had been like on this, the last diet that I was on last year, um, where it was supposed to be like a lifestyle change, um, <laughs> not a diet where it was like portion control and I had lost all this weight. And then all yeah. of a sudden, like in the six months of last year, I would like put all the weight on and more. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is going on? And it's like, I'm just, I guess I'm an emotional eater. I just, that's, mm-hmm. I, when I'm stressed, I turn mm-hmm. to food mm-hmm. and I never really, I never really noticed that before or paid attention to it. I just, food made me feel good. So I'd go and eat it. Mm-hmm. And, um, growing up, I think that's just like a lot of people in my family turned to alcohol <laughs> and I was like, okay, well they drink when they're, uh, stressed and I drink and eat when I'm stressed, but I'm definitely more of, I lean more towards food. Yeah. So, um, that's, I kind of just, I just noticed it last year and was like, okay, yeah. So then I started just like following people on Instagram to kind of like, you know, figure out what, what to do about it. And I kind of mm-hmm. stumbled across you. So mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think COVID was kind of a time that the alarm bells went off for a lot of people. And maybe even just listening to this episode, some people are going to be like, oh, shit, maybe that's what's been going on. But I feel like especially when we're in the diet, diety mentality and just like the hustle energy of our society, it's easy to uh, to not notice it, right? It's easy to just be like, well, I'm busy, I'm rushed, I'm tired, I'm stressed, blah, 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 blah. my kids, my husband, my job, blah, 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 right? And, the, and so then we don't ever have the time to sit and think or or the, a moment to be like, maybe this is a, a thing. Like, maybe this is a problem. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't want to be doing this. Maybe this is something I need to address. And when we're in, when we're in the middle of it, in the middle of dieting and binging and restricting and doing all the things, or just in the middle of a, a chaotic life, we don't have any space to really look at it. And so I think for a lot of people, COVID and the forced slowdown was a time where it was like, oh, I can't keep up this way of eating like I used to. I used to be able to kind of mask it and now I'm just with it. And so oh, yeah. I'm wondering if something like that kind of came up for you too. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I um I don't know, I feel like um sorry. Uh, yeah, that was definitely just like kind of made me realize because I always just thought like something must just be wrong with me. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just can't control myself around food. Mm-hmm. And I never really like put it at like, I just eat when I'm stressed. Mm-hmm. I was just like, there must be something wrong with me. So, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. everyone else can lose weight and I can't, and mm-hmm. I'm just, I don't know what's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I finally, I don't know, like when I stumbled across your page, I don't know if it was because like I was looking for like my next diet and trying to find like what else I could do. Or yeah. I was like, just looking, I'm like, I just, I need help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to figure out like what's going on with me. Mm-hmm. So, but it was interesting because I found you because um, I think I was following um, Jenny Shatsley. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she, I think she was on your podcast, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I was following her and then I heard the podcast and I was like, oh my gosh, she's awesome. So <laughs> I, I um, started following you and then I got like really into all of your podcasts. So, and I like super connected with like everything you were saying. So I was like, I feel like she's like talking to me. (laughs) Yay. Yay. Yeah. Cool. So you started off on this journey. Let's see this. It probably would have been you working with me was like five and a half or six months ago. Is that right? Because the the first thing, no, maybe it was only in January. It was January when we started. Yeah. Yeah. So just January. So it's now almost July. So five, six months. Um, so what was that like? What was that like coming into this group setting? Because I hadn't done groups before. So what was that like coming in with other women getting ready to talk about your stuff? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I was definitely nervous Mm because I didn't know what to expect at all. And I was thinking like that one was going to be more like food related Mm -hmm. and it was more like mind. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and I've never like been really good at like digging deep and talking about my feelings and all that kind of stuff. So I was very nervous and I didn't know what to expect and I didn't know what the other uh, women were going to be like. Mm -hmm. So it was definitely nervous, but I'm, I would, I don't regret it at all. I am so glad that I did it. Yeah. Well, what, what, I mean, I love group coaching, but I'm curious as a client's perspective, like what was it like being in there and hearing other women talking about 
I mean, we did talk about some emotional eating. We talked about people pleasing. We talked about self-sabotage, overthinking, being decisive, like your sense Mm -hmm. of self, self self-esteem. So what was it like for you to hear from those other women in that group and to just share? Oh, well, yeah, it was awesome. Um, Just because you can, you're hearing everyone else's different perspectives and you're all basically there for very similar reasons. Mm -hmm. And um, it was like almost comforting just to know Mm -hmm. that there's, every people out there that's that are just like you and you're not like the only one that screwed up (laughs) yeah yeah I love that I love connecting a bunch of weirdos together and just being like oh my god we're all the same (laughs) like if they're if they're following Renee they must be weirdos and cool too so exactly (laughs) that's who I draw in that's who I draw in uh okay so we we went through that and then you followed me over to the second group with food which I was super excited and and so happy that you did that uh just because you were familiar with me and these women in this new group weren't and so I was like oh good Katie will kind of be the veteran and so (laughs) you came into this group and uh, what has that been like? Because th- at first we started the confidence mind stuff. Were you still binge slash emotionally eating before you started this group or what was it like for you? No, I think since I've started following you and like listening to your podcast, I'm like done with the binge eating. Mm-hmm. Like that's what totally, it's like every day I'd be going for my walk with my dog and I'd listen to your podcast and I was just like, yes, like it, everything totally made sense. Mm-hmm. So like I haven't binged for like, I don't know, since last year, probably. So it's like, yeah. So I'm like totally like aware of when I'm stressed Mm. now. And that's been like Mm. the hugest thing of all, like, like, you know, like I told you, like sitting with my feelings and actually like just being present and not trying to like cover up my feelings with food or alcohol or anything. So that's been like the biggest thing. So, um, coming into the food group, I was like really excited just to like see what else that we can learn. And, mm-hmm. um, I was definitely more confident going into the second group mm-hmm. just um, because I was like, knew more what it was going to be like. Mm-hmm. And I was really excited to do, um, more on the food part. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And we were talking, um, a couple weeks ago in a one-on-one and you said, I, I can just feel without having to explain to eat. I can experience life without needing food. And it's still kind of strange to say that my food stuff just isn't really a thing. Yeah. Can you, can you believe that? No. (laughs) And that's why I'm like, God, if like, I wish I had done this like 20 years ago or something. It's like, I can't believe I'm just not, I mean, I'm so happy that it's now and not like 20 years from now, but Yeah. yeah, it's just, I can totally have food in the house that I used to binge on and like, I'll eat it and not feel guilty about it. Cause before Mm -hmm. I would just eat a ton of it and then I'd feel super guilty about it. Mm -hmm. Now I can have it there. And it's not like I'm, sometimes I forget it's there, but I'll see it and be like, eh, I don't really want that right now. So before I just be like, got to eat it all and get it out of the house. Yeah. So you can actually have a choice, right? It's not just like zombie mode to the, to the food. Yep. And you are someone that has two kids, right? Is that right? Yeah. So you kind of have a busy life. Has what you've learned from the mindset and the food stuff, has that shifted how you interact at all with like your husband or your kids and manage oh, yeah. the home life and stress and stuff? Tell us about yeah. that. 
Yeah, it's definitely been interesting because my husband is so used to me being like the dieter. So he just kind of like goes along with whatever I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And so when I'm like, no, this is like a new thing I'm doing. And I'd like bring all the muffins and everything into the house that I normally wouldn't have in there. And he's like, okay, like, guess what? Yeah. I'm like, don't worry. I know what I'm doing. (laughs) So but my kids, like, I've always been like, like growing up, it was like good food, bad food. Like this is junk food. This isn't good for you. So, um, with my kids, I've been doing that until now, but now I'm like, I, my main goal is to keep them from going through like what I went through growing yeah. up, just always being uh, self-conscious about my body and yeah. worrying about like what everyone thinks of me and just having like terrible body image. And, um, so that's like my main thing for my daughters. So now, like I used to be like, Oh, don't eat that. That's junk food. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like incorporating all of different types of foods, like during all the meals and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like, sure. You can have candy, but like have apples with it or mm-hmm. have something else with it. So I'm, and I'm trying to like teach my mom and my husband that too. Cause they're like, they're like still like back in the mm-hmm. other years when I was like that too. So I'm like, no, we're changing now. Like mm-hmm. there's no bad food. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to incorporate everything. And so then I'm hoping that will pay off in the future. Yeah. <laughs> so that you brought up such a good point that I think anyone that kind of goes through this work with me, I would say most people experience because there's so much shame around eating the muffin. There's so much shame around having bread on your sandwich or having a white tortilla or having a handful of chips, right? And so it's really counterintuitive to our culture to opt for the chips instead of the broccoli florets, right? Or (laughs) carrots and ranch. And so what was it really like for you? Did you have moments where you were like, what am I doing when you brought the muffins and you're like, no, I'm taking care of myself. Here are some Costco muffins. Like, what was that really like for you in the moment? Because it's really polar opposite of what we're quote taught to do. Oh yeah. No, I was definitely like, I was still like when I was at Costco, I was definitely like self-conscious still. I was like, Oh, like, cause I definitely have put on a lot of weight and I'm like, Oh, everyone's going to like see all my muffins in the basket and like judge me. And then I was like, screw that. I'm getting the muffins. And yeah. like, but it was still like at home, like I was still having, like going back and forth with myself, like, Oh, I shouldn't do this, but I'm like, no, I need to do this. And so I kind of had like little wars in my head yep. all the time mm-hmm. and it definitely like wasn't easy, but it's gotten like so much easier. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of just had to like put it all in and like go for it. Mm-hmm. And I knew it's like in my head, I know I'm like, if I eat this, I'm going to keep gaining weight. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of just like shifting my focus to like, I need to do this to like heal my relationship with food. basically. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the irony of all of it is like when you finally let yourself eat the food and trust it, the biggest fear for every single person is I will never stop eating it. And mm-hmm. you're just another living, breathing person. That's like, Oh, I bought the muffins and I didn't have to eat them all in one sitting. Yeah. <laughs> I just ate them and moved on and like was over it, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that was always my biggest fear with anything. Like I told you like about the brownies and, mm-hmm. um, it's like, I never want to make any sweets or anything because I know I'll just eat them all. And, and you're like, what's wrong with eating them? And I'm like, but it's like, it's okay. It tastes good. It's like, I'm not eating them cause I'm hungry. I'm eating them cause it tastes good. But mm-hmm. I definitely feel like I'm not like 
because I used to think I was just so out of control. I would say that all the time. I have no Mm self-control, but I'm just like, I want to eat a brownie. So I'm going to eat a brownie. And that's it. (laughs) It's like, I was was making everything so much more complicated than what it is. Yeah. And I know that you also incorporated some exercise along the way too. So Mm -hmm. just as a whole today versus a year ago or today versus six months ago, like how do you feel that your relationship with you is? Oh, like a hundred times better. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because even just talking to you um, originally, like helped me realize that I need to like go to therapy. Mm. (laughs) So that was like huge. Like if I had never even talk to you about like everything going on with me originally, I would have never gone to therapy. Mm-hmm. And so I was doing that and working with you. So it was like double therapy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like just been like life-changing because yeah. I've been dealing with all these things forever. And so now I feel just like so much more, um, I don't know, it's like at peace. Yeah. <laughs> like my mind's just like not because I was such an anxiety, like stress case. Yeah. I'm always worrying about everything in the future, like worrying mm-hmm. about stuff I didn't even need to worry about and always wanting everything to go perfect mm-hmm. and not real like we had talked before, like how I just want like everything to go well and everything to perfect. And like that's not life. Like things are gonna go bad. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I don't that's such a simple thing to like know. And I just yeah would just get so like bent out of shape and stressed out if things didn't go the way I planned. Mm -hmm. So now I'm just like more, I'm definitely more like a person I wanted to be like, just go with the flow. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm like, how are people like that? And I feel like I'm like going towards that more. Yeah. Ah, That's so fun. You're becoming like the Katie that you want to be right. Mm -hmm. And this whole time it's literally been you fighting against you, which I love is that we believe that it's going to be this like huge mountain. That's going to be impossible and we could never get there. And, and what it really is, is it's like, it's definitely not an overnight thing, but considering that you've been like at war with food in your body for decades, right? Like, I mean, it's been five months and you're like, food just isn't really a thing. Right. And I love that because we believe that like, okay, people, I know for sure people are listening, thinking, yeah, well she can, but I can't like, I know what she has done. She has some secret plan that I'm not privy to. I always used to think that like, she's not telling us something. So it's <laughs> not telling us. <laughs> no. And it's funny. Cause um, I talked to, there's a couple of friends that I talked to that have like body image issues and cause they're used to like talking diet stuff and yeah. losing weight with me all the time. So they still try to do that. And I'm like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. And I'm like trying to tell them all this new stuff that's that I'm working on. Yeah. And they're just like, Oh yeah. Well, like they don't believe me. And I'm like, no, seriously, just talk to Renee. Yeah. <laughs> just do a consult call with her. And I swear, like, it'll be, ah. well, cause it's like, I have such a hard time explaining it to people, but it's like, no, really like you just have to talk to her. Cause <laughs> yeah, well, we can't see our stuff, right? Like oh, yeah. you, you couldn't see that. And that's the thing is that we, we get focused on fixing the wrong things. We're like, you know, for you and most people that I work with, we're like, I just need my food to be perfect. And I just need my kids to be better. And I just need all of these things. And then it's going to be amazing. And it's, it's like, you're trying to change all of these things, but they're not the right things. And so it's just yeah. shifting. It's just slightly shifting your attention to the, to the right things to, to focus on. And then it, it, well, yeah. it happens. 
Yeah, my, I feel like my whole life, like since high school, has basically been the main goal is to lose weight. Yep. And <laughs> like, no matter what's going on in life, like, okay, back to what diet am I going to do to lose weight? Yeah. Like that's, and it's, and it's like just crazy because everyone around me is like, yeah, like, that's just like normal. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like, let's go on another diet. Yep. Totally normal. Yeah. It's like, okay. Oh, cool. What diet are you doing now? Awesome. Good for you. And it's yeah. like, great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you, what a, a win that you shared recently in the group that I think a lot of people are probably going to relate to, especially going into swimsuit season is that you got a swimsuit and you wore it out with your kids on a vacation. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh yeah. I definitely, cause like coming out of the winter here, I was yeah. like, Pale had been in sweat since like October with a beanie on. And so we went on this like kind of um, last minute vacation and I was like, oh, there's a pool there. And it's like, I'll always, I would never not swim with my kids, but it's like, I used to be, I mean, it just depends on how my weight was at the moment, like whether or not I felt comfortable in a bathing suit. But Mm -hmm. even I remember like growing up, just always being like, I never wore a bikini. I was always kind of self-conscious. Um, and I didn't need to be, but yeah, yeah, when I went and got a bathing suit and it was like, definitely had to get the size bigger because I had like gained weight. And so I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And I was really self-conscious, but I just like went and did it because like, I'm not going to not put a bathing suit on and not have fun. And then I totally regret it because yeah. my kids, my kids and have, they don't care. They just want yeah. me to sleep with them. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's always been like a big thing for me. It's like, oh, I don't want to sit out and just watch them swim and like yeah. not have those memories with them. So yeah. yeah, it was, and I've been wearing, yeah, we, we've done a few more things since then. So I just got cuter bathing suits. So yeah. I feel wearing them. <laughs> Cause it was like last minute. So I had to get some stupid bathing suit that I hated. And so it's like, I went out and got more bathing suits and things I feel comfortable in and yeah. spending a lot more money on <laughs> clothes. Yeah. But, like, but it definitely helps when you're like, just get clothes that fit and take yeah. the clothes out of your closet that don't fit. Don't get, you don't have to get rid of them, but just like put them away somewhere. Yeah. Um, otherwise I'd be just be going to my closet going, Oh, I remember when I fit in those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're so cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've just been trying to find stuff that's more, that's cute. And that fits me now. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, you know, kind of bringing back to your kids, you said, I just don't want my kids to have like to go through through what I went through. And I totally relate to that. That was a fear that I used to have too, is like, I don't want to screw my kids up. Like I shouldn't have kids because I'm so effed up. Like I can't pass this on to them. (laughs) And I I work with several moms that are the same way. And it's like, okay, but like you almost get hyper-focused on your kids and you're like, okay, but how do I, I'm already damaged goods. So how do I keep them pristine? But in reality, the answer is you address your own stuff yeah. first because yeah, and that's why I did this. Yeah, yeah. It, even if you think you're being smart, like your kids are going to pick up on that. They just are. And so the best way to be an example to your children is to start healing that stuff within you. So you can like not have to fake it. You can just like really live it and, and really teach it. And so uh, that's just so good. I love hearing that. Yeah. I think, um, like before, um, I used to always, I was so mean to myself and I'd be like, um, like mommy needs to go on a diet. And I'd like say like Mm. things like that. And now I'm like mad at myself for doing that. But now the kids are like, Oh, like look at your belly or something like say stuff to me. And like, I'm like, yeah, and you were in there. I had to yeah. grow you in there, and I'll say things like that. And, and then just 
Cause like my husband and I will be like, Oh, you're fat. Or like j- joking around, not yeah. like mean things would be like, Oh, I'm so fat. I need to lose weight or something. Mm-hmm. And we've totally like shifted how we talk about it in the house. Cause yeah. um, my daughter will be like, my three-year-olds will go around and be like, you're fat. And I'm like, how about instead of saying you're fat, how about say you're so beautiful or you're this or that. So now she always goes, yeah. you're so cute, mommy. You're cute. Aww. Cause it's like, <laughs> cause like kids don't, they just like say what they see. Yep. Yeah, like, exactly. So it's like, just like, how about like making it a little bit nicer sounding and yeah. like, there's, and I'm like, there's nothing wrong with being fat. Right. And so we're trying to like shift like the conversations we're having. Yeah. So. Oh, that's so, so good. Yeah. Katie, it has been so much fun to work with you. And also I just want to say that you said you cried a couple times, I think in the first group and you're like, I'm just a crier. And I, that, <laughs> and, but you haven't cried at all in this group. And so I feel like I'm not doing my job. I'm like, okay, like Katie is not crying. What's going on? Well, no, I'm definitely, well, I'm ve- I can cry at like the drop of a hat. Like I'm a very emotional person. <laughs> um, but I think I was just like, so like nervous and mm. um, not confident in the yeah. beginning. And yeah. so like, I've definitely got gained more confidence yeah. and I feel like way more in control of my emotions now. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. So. <laughs> well, any, any last words maybe to anyone out there that's just thinking like, Oh my God, I just wish I could have that. I wish I could just have food in my cupboard and, and not care and wear a swimsuit and be free in my body. Like any, any words or suggestions or advice for, for those people. Oh yeah. I say, um, definitely work with Renee, (laughs) um, listen to her podcast. She's amazing. And, um, it's, I definitely think that like I stumbled across you for a reason, Mm -hmm. but it's definitely been, it's like, I love working with you because you're funny. (laughs) You're entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you've got the best analogies oh. like anyone I always love hearing your analogies I always um, make those up off the cuff too I never know where they come from <laughs> no I love them because I totally relate with it and it helps helps me like yeah. understand things way better so I'm yeah. always like oh yeah that's so helpful yeah. um but I just I don't think anyone would regret it yeah. so yeah, it's definitely you. worth the money yeah. and so I know some people are like oh it might be too expensive and yeah. it's like don't has like, just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Well, Katie, thank you so much for your time and hopping on here. I know you were a little nervous, but I just think you're such a gem and, and I just loved working with you and I knew you'd give some like real, real life feedback for people out there. So thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thanks for being here and we will be back next week. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here and listening and taking time to let me into your little ear holes. It means the world to me. It would also mean the world to me if you would just take a hot little second and subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps other people who have been where you're at or are currently where you're at find this podcast. And that is the greatest gift you could give to me. Thanks for hanging in there.